racist Cause on the 9th of June 1862 On a summer's afternoon I took the bus to Bamberg's And she was heavy laden The way we went along Collingwood Street That's on the road to Bladen Hello and welcome to an emergency podcast episode of CHN Radio. I'm your host, Greg Stockel, um, and Elijah hit you with one on Jethro Willems, uh, who I'm dubbing the Dutch Destroyer, uh, and I am going to in on Alan St. Maximin, Newcastle's newest signing, who I will be dubbing later, but welcome and thank you for listening. You can follow me at NUFC underscore Greg. Mainly for your hottest Newcastle youth takes, <laughs> but I'll be focused on everything else too. And here we're gonna get right into Alan Saint Maximin. So, uh, very interesting player here. Uh, we definitely needed another winger. We got it. Holy crap! Like somebody must have stole Mike Ashley's wallet. But um, 22-year-old winger joined from League One side Nice and Newcastle. Beat Watford to the signature, which about time. Watford's been spent a lot more money than us, but it's nice to get a win against a club we're obviously way bigger than. Uh, but the initial fee is 18 million pounds. It's mentioned that uh, it's a six-year contract for St. Guti Max, and he will be wearing the number 10 at Newcastle United. Uh, so basically, so the the backstory of St. Guti Max is he was born in Paris. Haitian parents, he signed for Saint-Étienne, who we just beat in a friendly today, actually. Um, he was playing for a lower-tier tier side. Like I think I'm going to try to pronounce it. It's AC Bullock-Billancourt. <laughs> I tried. Um, he moved to Monaco in 2015 and then did some season-long loans to Bundesliga, uh, Bundesliga side Hanover 96 and then the French side Bastia. Uh, in 2017, he joined Nice, and he kind of – grabbed this reputation as a very skillful winger. He loves dribbling. He ha- he wears a Gucci headband every time he plays. Sounds the name St. Gucci Max. That's why we're here. And then um, he's also known for having some fallouts with management. Uh, there was a lot of, there's been a lot of things that actually have popped up, like even from his first training uh, with Nice that he caused some problems. So uh, it kind of reminds you, you, know, you have a French born player wearing number 10, at St. James Park, Hayden Benarfa-esque. Um, but let's get into some of the the play of Alan St. Maximin. Um, so I, I, I'm the, the first thing, the most valuable part of his play is, one, he can play right, left, or as a second striker. Um, he played right wing mostly in his career, and that's probably where I see him lining up at Newcastle. But it's very interesting, actually, in his League One, his first year with Nice, he played pretty much the whole season, had three goals, seven assists, and exclusively played in right wing for the most part. I think there was like three or four appearances that he was on the left side. Um, And then he also played in the Europa League and and had a pretty big impact in those matches as well. Uh, So it was a good year for him. And anytime you have a, a winger getting close to 10 assists, especially at his age, he was 20. 
Um, it's that's pretty outrageous to think about. Twenty year old getting three goals, seven assists, um, and contributing had two goals and an assist in Europa League. Um, pretty good season. So the interesting part about his play, he's very like almost it's selfish to a point. The guy loves to dribble. He loves to take people on and. Due to that, there's a lot of stupid decisions being made. Hopefully, with maturity, a little bit, like a little bit of coaching, maybe from Steve Bruce, I guess. Uh, maybe we can get some some better decision making there. Like I, Newcastle fans will love him. He's going to take everyone on. It's going to be a reincarnation of Hayden Benarfa. Um, but here's an interesting um, thing I wanted to talk about: is last year. Last year, St. Gucci Max, obviously primarily playing right. Um, he started last season, and he had a lot of fallouts, and the fallouts were with Patrick Vieira, uh, because apparently he didn't want to play a second striker role. But listen to this. His first... So his first goal of the season was against Lyon last year. He was the second striker, playing like a 10 hybrid role. And then second goal was the next match, playing as a second striker against Stad Rene. His first assist was against Nantes as a second striker. His second assist was against Bordeaux against as a second striker. His third goal was against Lille, who finished second in Ligue 1, as a second striker. So you get the idea. Um, he scored another. I think he scored scored all but one of his goals last year. So he scored six goals. Five of them came in like a hybrid, free flowing ten role, which is where Iose Perez played. Like, that's where he's effective, is you give him that space. Like, he is a perfect second striker mold. Um, and his production coming from the wing, like, when he plays on the wing, he, do, he does well. He scored one goal on the wing, but he had, I think, three uh, three of his assists came in, in a left, mid, left, or he played, mo actually, most of his production came from the left last year for Nice. So it, it was very interesting because, like, he didn't want to play that second striker role, but he's producing at that role. <laughs> so um, that's, I want him to take Iose Perez's spot. I want him to completely come in and revamp it and play that role. And I think he's a lot more effective a player than Perez would be. Perez knows where to be. He's at the right place at the right time a lot. And St. Gucci Max is not that type of player. Uh, he's going to create things. He's going to make people miss He's going to make defenders fall. He's going to. That's he's he's all about the flash. If you're wearing a Gucci headband, come on, y'all. You got to be. You have to be good. <laughs> you have to be good. Um, so that's that's kind of what I wanted to get into is his play as a second striker. Um, he's loved and hated by fans, and 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 it's simply that it's because of those decisions that that he makes. So here's like kind of how I want to like form our team going forward is like I want Jolin Toon up front I want St. Gucci Max to play on that free right side of the field that free role that Perez got and the pressure Almiron will, will hopefully be able to take most of the pressure off on the right because a lot of focus will be on him um, and then that way St. Gucci Max could run in those lanes and, and create something um, Almiron will find him and Jolinton's there to clean up any of the scraps. So I, I think it's a very, like, that that three right there is going to be so vital. And the interesting part, the thing that we didn't have 
last year that we're going to have this year is, is Perez was ineffective when people were man-marking him. When we signed Almiron, Perez took off. He started scoring goals like you would believe. And that's because the pressure was off of Perez now. Like, everyone was focused on Almiron and what Almiron could do. That Perez had a very free, open role. Now, it's going to be different because, obviously, defenders aren't going to all focus on Almiron because now we have him. We have Alan St. Maximilian. Um, so he's going to be up top. Obviously, there's always somebody on the striker. That's always going to happen. But I think it's also going to free up, on the contrary, it's going to free up Almiron because now Almiron's not the focus point of our midfield. People are going to have to focus on him. He's too fast. He's too good on the ball to disrupt any, like, or to to ignore, really. He's too good to ignore. Um, Perez was just very good at, like, flowing with play and then being in that spot when the time was needed. Um, so defenders are going to be a little stretched playing us. It's crazy to think about <laughs> that that's actually going to be a thing. So Almiron, look for a freed-up role here for him. He's going to be able to run right down the middle with like what he would want, like having one or two defenders instead of three or four focused on him. Um, it's, it's going to be pretty impressive. Now, imagine us on the counter. You have 22-year-old Joe Linton. You have 22-year-old Alan St. Maximan. And 24, I think Almiron is, 25, 24. Um, as playing that central role, uh, nobody's going to want to want to run with that. Nobody really can run with that. I can't imagine many back lines running with us. So it's going to be interesting in matches when we park the bus. Now this signing is is a big one for me. Um, when we park the bus, teams can't do a full on attack. I think of teams that that could do that. You're like Man City, obviously they could they could run with us. Um, and then I guess Chelsea maybe. I'm trying to think of de- de- like some defense that's actually quick enough, and it's that's what's interesting is they're not going to teams aren't going to be able to have all flanks forward. It's going to be very rare that that's going to happen in a game where we're kind of parking it and playing defensively, and we're going to use that counter because we can burn anyone. Like imagine the balls on on the left hand side. Say Jetro has the ball and, and Maximon. Or say say Shelby picked it up in the middle of the field and Maximon just dashes. Who's going to catch him? And Shelby can ping that ball right on his feet. And now you have a free-running Almiron and a free-running Jolinton going towards the box. That's exactly what we were looking for. You know, my, my biggest frustration with Iosi Perez is simply, like, he never went and got to that space on counters. It was so frustrating. We'd be getting the ball, say, five defenders back and three of our guys pushing. And... Perez isn't even in, in in the area. He's not even close. And you're like, oh my gosh, if we just had a guy that like knew what to do on these counters, like it would change the way it's done. It would change things for us. And this could be it. We're like we have a left back that can absolutely ping the ball and who loves to go forward in Willems. We have a two set. Well, Longstaff is more of a glue guy, but Shelby can ping the ball anywhere he wants for fun. He just pings it for fun. So imagine him getting the field and just picking one of our three front guys and just going. I mean, that's that's the exciting part about this season for me. Um, so really good signing. Uh, some of the things, let, now let, let's transition a little bit to his personality. It's going to be interesting what Steve Bruce does about this, or and if it even becomes a problem. Um, I know like a player like Patrick Vieira, or a former player like Patrick Vieira, there's... 
there's a lot of expectations that he has. And when you're, you know, a pretty strong-headed player like St. Gucci Max, like, I can understand that those two people would butt heads. Steve Bruce was an incredible player in his day, but, like, now he's he's a manager. Like, he's a season manager. Patrick Vieira still has that fight in him from his playing days, I, I, I'd imagine, and I've heard. So I, I can see there being a personality issue there. Uh, now it's it's going to be what can Steve Bruce, like, is Steve Bruce going to be a player manager? Because if he is, then this is going to work out very well. But he also can't let St. Gucci Max walk all over him. Um, that's going to be the thing to watch. That's the only way I don't see this working out. I mean, he's a kid. He's 22, and he has so much potential, literally untapped potential. And so, like, it's very important that we treat treat this right and, and let him grow the way he needs to. Um, but other than that, I love it. It's We have a guy that can dribble, make key passes. Um, he likes to shoot from distance. He gets fouled often. Counter-attack guru. Um, likes to play long balls. The only thing that he doesn't do is play defense. <laughs> no defense. Don't look for defensive contribution here. It uh, won't happen. Um, but yeah, that's that's my full kind of recap on Alan St. Maximin. Um, I think we're, we're, we have a player that we're really going to enjoy, like a guy that's going to get us out of our seats watching matches. It's going to be pretty amazing watching him play. Um, so I guess really good pickup by the, by the Toon Army. Uh, I'm just surprised at this point. We have, we're a little over a week to go, and it looks like we have a dominant a potentially dominant front three going into this Premier League season. And it definitely uplifts my spirits a little bit that, you know, we might have some quality here. So that concludes this emergency podcast tomorrow, guys. uh, We're going to be doing a recording our season preview. Another just quick announcement is please donate to Jess Foster's GoFundMe. We're trying to get her fully sponsored so she doesn't have to like worry about paying for kits and travel and everything for the season for Newcastle United Women's. Uh, it's completely non-profit. Your money does not go to Mike Ashley. Uh, so if you could go to that GoFundMe, we'll keep tweeting it out. Even a pound, like if you donate a pound, a dollar, whatever it is, it, it goes so far. You guys don't understand. It's a good way to support the club without having to get your money to Mike Ashley. Uh, so please do that. Enjoy our season preview. But until then, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, that concludes our emergency podcast for St. Gucci Max, our number 10, Alan St. Maximin. Um, away the lads, and see you next week. The lasses lost the crinolines and the bales that hide their faces. I got two black eyes and a broken nose and gathered the blade and razors. Again, but them that had the noses broke, they came back our end.
Some went to the dispensary and some to Dr. Gibbs's and some to the infirmary to mend the broken ribs. To sing a song and I sang a party singing. I danced a jig and swung between the day I went to bleeding. The blade and tune, the bellman he was carrying there, they called him Jackie Broom. I saw him talking to some chaps, and then he was persuading to Gamsey Jordy Ridley, showing the mechanics how it bladed. Johnny had a white hat on, they yelled, we stole the cuddy. There were spice dolls and monkey shows and they had wife selling ciders. And the chef of a happy zone, they were just a normal ads for riders. (laughs) 